0: So glad you guys are joining us today. I am, of course, Anita. That's Anita with two N's. <laughs> I always have to remind you guys of that. But it is Anita with two N's. And I am the Anita of Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. And my friend sitting in with me today, as you have been for quite a few shows, Olivia, is Olivia Varnson. Happy to be here. <laughs> well, I'm happy to have you here. Now today we have a great show because we're going to bring Doc Bill back in. I mean, Doc Bill's been coming back in a lot.
1: We're glad to have another friend join yes. us.
0: <laughs> you can't have too many friends, and especially a friend like Doc Bill who can talk about food regardless of where you're traveling to, where you've been, where you want to go. He can really give you those tips on on definitely the culinary side of things. So he's going to come and join us a little bit later in the show with that. But today we're going a little bit north, not too far. We're going up to the Outer Banks. Lovely. Kind of going local. It's a little bit like going uh, local. I mean, the Outer Banks is not just like a hop, skip, and a jump up there. It is a little bit to, you know, to get to the actual Outer Banks. But it is close, I guess, in proximity in terms of, you know, looking at a map. It doesn't look like it's that far away. But it is beautiful, beautiful country. I mean, you're talking about miles and miles of beach perfect for family fun. When you talk about multi-generational travel, Olivia, I mean, it is definitely the perfect spot for families to pile everybody in the car, head up that way, or fly in as well. You can fly into Raleigh and uh, then drive about an hour and 30 minutes or so to get down to the Outer Banks. But it's perfect for family fun.
1: Absolutely. It's historical. There's lots of interesting places and landmarks to check out. And it's also, you know, not as busy. It's known to have these wide open, beautiful, untouched beaches.
0: Well, it is definitely known for that. And did you know that the beaches there, you can actually drive on the beach, a 4x4, four four, a truck, a car. Now, as I say that, keep in mind, you do have to have a permit. So don't go up there and just think, oh, there's a road <laughs> right there. I'm just going to cut across. Don't mind it. if I do. <laughs> And go driving on the beach. You won't get too far. Someone's going to stop you and make sure you have that permit. But you can get that permit. You can go to uh, nps.gov, C-A-H-A, and see how you can uh, get a a permit so you can drive on the beach. Because that is kind of fun because that does put you front and center right there where all of the fun is for kiting, kiteboarding, for hang gliding, swimming. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can do in North Carolina. And parking's free, and the bridges and ferries are too. And
1: if you get to drive on the beach, you don't have to lug all your stuff through the sand. That can be tiring.
0: <laughs> that can be very tiring. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you may topple over, which is what happened to yeah. me when I was there <laughs> oh. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I had, I had kind of a little bad incident happen there. To I toppled over and I was taking pictures. So my camera was actually open. Oh, wow. So I got... Sand in my camera and my camera had to go bye-bye so really yeah so that was a little little sad but anyway I was able to save my card. so that's good (laughs) thank goodness for that but now let's talk about some of the things you can do because as you mentioned and, and as I'm mentioning too I mean it is a great destination for going up like you said it's kind of laid back even when there are a lot of people there it still has that laid back kind of feel to it I mean there are lots of things that you can do there
1: A lot of things centered around history, too. One uh, historic island is Roanoke Island, which is part of the Outer Banks off the coast of North Carolina. And it was once home to Roanoke Colony, a late 16th century English settlement. Today, though, it's known as the Lost Colony. Mm. Because during the Anglo-Spanish War, the settlers vanished without a trace.
0: I know, and that is just so mysterious. We had a chance to go there when I was there a couple of weeks ago on a, on a press trip, and that's just, it almost gives you a little bit of chills, you know. It does. kind of goosebumps you get on your, on your arms, and you just kind of wonder, well, what did happen? I mean, because there wasn't any evidence. I don't think that they were attacked and killed or anything like that. So it's just, you know, where did they go? What happened to them? Like, they vanished, really.
1: They completely vanished, and we've talked before about, you know, potentially exploring the spookier side of travel, mysterious travel. Maybe we'll have to look into that in the new year.
0: Well, I say if we look into that, we need to go up there.
1: Yes, do some <laughs> investigating. Do
0: some investigating. You have to be there on the on the spot, on the place. But now, you know, of course, you know, we did quarter miles a couple of, well, probably months ago now when we included North Carolina, and we talked about the Wright brothers because on the back of the quarter, of course, is uh, the Wright brothers and the significance of what they did back in the early 1900s, 1903, when they did the first flight, which was only a couple of feet. So I had a chance to go and actually see the spot. You can actually walk it, and you can see where Wilbur and Orville actually just kept going, kept going. They did not give up. And you can see where then they did fly for, you know, a little bit of a distance. But there's a little bit of trivia around the Wright brothers. Did you know this all of you? Let me know. Well, actually, where this all took place is in Kill Devil Heels, not in Kitty Hawk. Right. We, We do kind of associate Kitty Hawk with that flight. Oh, we absolutely do. I mean, it's kind of known around the world as being the spot. And it's not that it's kind of wasn't the spot because it's not that far away. And at that time, Kitty Hawk was a big city, kind of a boom. It was like the the place. So people just kind of, I guess, said it was in Kitty Hawk because it is so close to where Kill Devil Hills is located.
1: Yes, and I don't think Kill Devil Hills was even known as Kill Devil Hills at that time.
0: Exactly, exactly. What a name. We'll talk a little bit more about (laughs) Kill Devil Hills a little bit later. So any other things that kind of get your interest about things to do? Because there's so much to do.
1: Well, speaking of Kitty Hawk, a a great place for all-in-one, you know, adventures around the island is Kitty Hawk Kites. Their main headquarters is in Nags Head, but they have 15 locations across the Outer Banks where you can take hang gliding lessons, even kite flying lessons, which I may need. It may seem straightforward, (laughs) but I think I need some help with that. You can also rent kayaks. There's a rock climbing wall. And even a mechanical shark.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, if you guys are just joining us, Olivia and I, we are talking about the Outer Banks, all the great things to do. So I hope you guys have pencil and paper. But if you are driving, you know, you can pick this show up again, of course. And we archive all of our shows on Travel Bags with Anita dot uh, com so you can go back and listen but we're giving you guys all the things to do we're going to talk about food in a little bit but right now we're talking about all the fun things to do and yes i would also need some lessons in, in kite flying and and kiting and all of the things that you can do there hang gliding all of those i would need lots of lessons
1: and imagine hang gliding you know over the wetlands in the beach it must be beautiful
0: It is. It is. And, you know, you can actually climb the highest sand dune on the East Coast at Jocks Ridge State Park. It's 426 acres. It's always changing, shifting. So it does look a little bit different. But people go there on self-guided tours. They go there to do the kiting. Uh, As a matter of fact, when I was there, there was a mother with her three kids and they were doing some kiting. It was so cute to see them out doing that. You can hike. Uh, There are some wet areas there. That's part of it. You can picnic. You can do hang gliding you can do a little bit of everything right there in that one spot. And once you conquer
1: that sand dune, as long as you get a permit at the front office, you can also sandboard down the sand dune.
0: That is true. Uh, how fun would that be?
1: <laughs> Treacherous, but I think fun in the end.
0: <laughs> but fun in the end, fun in the end. As long as you don't have brittle bones, you'll be okay. Right. <laughs> But, you know, another thing, too, that people like to do and was one of the things I always wanted to do is just cruise the byway because the byway is uh, the Outer Banks National Scenic Byway. It is one of the nation's greatest wild kind of scenic areas that is just kind of still there that, you know, hasn't been really explored that much. So that's definitely something to do. And as you're doing that, you will come upon all these beautiful lighthouses.
1: Yes, plenty of lighthouses along the Outer Banks, and they all have a distinct character to them.
0: That is true. That is true. I had a chance to go to a couple of them. Uh, I had a chance to go to... the one that is at Cape Hatteras, which is a lighthouse that really is the tallest in America. It's probably the most recognized one. It has the black and white stripes that kind of go diagonal. I uh, had also a chance to go to Body uh, Island, to their lighthouse, which is very similar. So I think we should post some pictures and a little bit about how they can do that, because that would really be one of the great things to do if you go to North Carolina. Let's post that on the website. Let's do that. Sounds good. Now, you guys, you hear us talking about North Carolina. We're not going to move from this state. This whole show, we're going to talk about North Carolina because it is definitely our sister state. There's right next door. But if you want to go on up to Outer Banks, that's what we're suggesting with all of these tips and advice on things to do. And you guys sit tight. We'll be back in a few minutes You're on Travel Bags with Anita and Friends, brought to you by the Sapple Island Beach Vacations. Check them out at Sapple Island Beach Back in a moment. Couldn't I- ask for
1: more, wouldn't know what to do without those Carolina Outer Banks and you.